gonna play Father Christmas I stood outside a department store A gang of kids came over and bugged me And knocked my reindeer to the floor Alright, we're back, Jamie's Driving Podcast It is uh, two weeks before Christmas time And, uh, yeah It kinks Father Christmas. Craig's asking us what the rules are. First, you got to speak into the mic. The mic has to be on. There you go. Is it on now? Yeah. yeah, you got to speak like right into, into it. Mic. Hello, hello. Hey, there you go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So we got clean out Craig here with us, and then um, Tom. Jamie's John podcast said <clears throat> we were having a discussion about pretzels before we started the recording. This, like you do, email us at Jamie's John podcast. What is your favorite type of pretzel? Do you enjoy the, as cleaned out Craig said, the break your teeth pretzel rods that you usually make arts and crafts with? Thick, thick. <laughs> do you like what, them? What thick? name am I being referred to? Nothing, Craig. Clean, Craig. clean something. Cleaned out, Craig. Cleaned out. <laughs> yes. I don't know what that means. It means you, you lose a lot when you're gambling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe not lately, but there was a there was a streak that you were on where I, hit a, I was yeah yeah. It's turning his gain up because he ain't doing the damn right. I hit a hit a three team parlay today, so uh, yeah. I don't know. Freaking Chelsea was down the leads one nothing. I was like, oh, this is awesome, especially after they lost earlier this week. Did they lose too early this week? They lost to uh, they West tie. Ham. They lost last, to West Ham. That's right. That's last week. They had a tie, a draw against uh, Zenit in Champions League play. <laughs> but they didn't. They weren't really trying because they were already right. They were. They already knew they were going to advance. So they just so. kind of threw their well scrubs. I don't even want to use the term scrubs because when you're in the Premier League, anybody on the team is pretty damn good. I mean, Pulisic pretty much sits for Chelsea all the time. Yep. I mean, Jesus, what's wrong over there, bud? I'm getting. Blown up. I think it's our wing delivery. Your wing delivery getting blown up. Anyway, can't find that. Tom, Tom's enjoying his. Um, what do you got over there? What are you drinking? This is Basil Hayden. Br- Basil Hayden. Basilmarceau.com. Go ahead. Uh, Basil Hayden. And right, what is right. Basil Hayden? It is a yes. uh, straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Non binary? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> You're so topical. Oh, I'm so topical. So, so we're getting uh, wings delivered here, and then uh, the person delivering it doesn't know where the hell they're going. Typical, though, right? Yeah. So I've been drinking since two, but two. I, haven't, I haven't been drinking heavy. I, you know, like I started drinking it too, but I haven't like really consumed a lot. If that makes sense. Like I had a white claw, and I've been moving around a lot too. Is white claw really drinking though? No, it's it's just it's kind of like <laughs> I want to have a drink. Yeah, I don't drink during the week for the most part, so I feel like it, I gotta take advantage of my drinking period, like my time frame to you know to drink. Like if you're like it's like kind of like watching the like the eclipse or something. You know, you have a, a yeah. certain time well, to look at it. Or it's like if you're intermittent fasting, you got to take advantage of your. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, and I still do that shit. So it's like you want to. Eat during the time, mm-hmm. and when I when I have my drinking window, when it opens up, I yep. want to be able to drink. So I'm like, it's Saturday, we're making Christmas cookies, or I'm not, I'm cleaning the freaking bathroom. So I wanted to have a drink, but I didn't want to have anything heavy, because uh, I made a mistake when I went with Craig yesterday to the yard house for lunch. We were both drinking, and I had a couple heavy drinks. That's, oh. we could do that when we're in our twenties. That's always bad. In our twenties, that's just. It was fine. Now, am I right in saying when you're in your 20, you could have like heavy ass drinks during the day and be fine. But you can't do that anymore. Oh, my God, no. No, 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 no. It ruins your day. You want to take a nap. Exactly. And you're like, oh, my God. It ruins your day. I want to go, and that's how I felt when we went axe throwing last night. I was like, when I was driving there, because it's a, it's a long drive for us, like half an hour drive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, my God, I'm so fucking tired. It was only five minutes for us. Well, good for you. What was the best thing of the night? <laughs> well, we won't go there. <laughs> That whole thing, that whole thing is a rhythm. To me, it's a rhythm. You gotta get in a rhythm. <coughs> Excuse me. There you go. So, so yeah. So, 
so started drinking it. White Claws, only 5%. And had a couple of those. And you know, like about an hour and a half ago, the kids aren't here. One kid is over at uh, my mother-in-law's house. The other two kids with my dad. So it's like, there's no kids in this house right now. So Meek and I started watching Lord of the Rings. It's a little too quiet. I'm going to have... It is a little... It is weird. It's weird. When there's no (laughs) kids in this house, it's weird. It like... No stomping, no screaming. It's just just weird. Yeah. It is is a really weird feeling. So I started like, you know what? Let me get some Captain. So, So I got some Captain Morgan and some Fruit Punch for like a cheap man's... My tie, whatever you want Drink to call of it. Drink of champions. Right, but you're drinking the straight shit, right? And Craig, when he gets back here, is drinking the cranberry smash. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, speaking of which, speaking about the show. So, I'm not sure if you saw the letter that we received. Um, I haven't heard from Paul, who, as you know, is, is on his pilgrimage to the summit of Everest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He wants to plant his flag. Right. But I got a curious letter f- from an individual claiming to be Paul. Right. His handwriting was somewhat similar. And all it said was help. And he gave me like an address. So, I mean, I did what any good friend would do. I realized it was a scam. 106. And I, and I threw it away. Mount Everest. Yeah. There he is. He's, he's back there with the wings. Did she find it okay? Yeah. Had to, had to coax her? She was all turned around. Well, that's, 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 that's not normal. I mean, that's normal for you. It's all really. Did a girl all turn, turn around on you? <laughs> it is really dark down here. <laughs> it is. It's. That's why it's one of the reasons why I like it back here. You know, if like <laughs> when it comes to like you know the left wing mafia coming after us, it's like ah, nobody's down there. No, like, no one can possibly live down there. <laughs> we got to escape in the woods. I want to eventually like build a bunker back there. Yeah, you Patriot should. supply food. <laughs> like like twenty tubs. <laughs> twenty tubs of beef jerky and like can. We I actually have a I have a tub. Oh, you do. It's uh, for three months. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll last. I don't know. Was it twenty years or whatever it is? Twenty years. So I figured because I didn't know what kind of wackos are doing last year. You know, that, yeah. that when they started locking shit down, I'm like, all right, the crazies are out. That's when they everybody was starting to buy like <laughs> big ass bags of rice. Remember that? I, I would go to a BJ's <clears throat> warehouse and like all the huge mega bags of rice were all sold out. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And toilet paper, of course. And of course, toilet paper. That's all you need: rice, toilet paper, and water. That's right. And water. I'm going to well. You're fine, yeah. buddy. You're good. You're good. Don't worry about it. So we were just talking about last night and how we went out to drink at lunch. At lunch. And how drinking during the day kind of slows guys our age down a little bit and get tired. Well, certain drinks. Little, little it has to be like a – it's usually beer. Like if I beer. do this at lunch, I'm great. You're, you're if I have a beer, no, 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 no. no. I can't no. do it. It's what like, do we have? Two beers at lunch? No, we had two beers, and we had we both had a captain and diet, mm-hmm. if you recall. What did you have for lunch? Was it a lot of, there was a sandwich? You had some tacos and I some tortilla soup. Chicken tortilla soup and two tacos. Lots of corn. And then I had, I had? Cob salad. I had a chicken cob salad. Cob salad. I don't know. I just wasn't, I was, I love their cob salad. They do a good cob They used salad. to have a good French dip, and they got rid of it. At the yard house? Yeah. I love French. So does Mika. Mika loves French. So I had, uh, last time I was there, I had the grilled cheese with the tomato soup. Mm-hmm. It was simple. I, I was like, you know what? I don't want to, like this huge thing of food. It was the best. It was perfect. The perfect amount of food. I sound like an old person. No. But it was. <laughs> you know who has a good tomato soup and grilled cheese is the Beach Club Beaches and Cream. Mika well, loves it. Well, the French shit. dip there is awesome. Yeah. That's what I had. That's what I get. Oh, French dip. That was great. great. I went on and people were like looking at me like I had two heads. I'm like, oh, serious. That was the best sandwich. <laughs> There's a place near me called the Hoko Brew Hive. And their grilled cheese and soup is also amazing because they put bacon on the grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's, 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 that's like a freaking bonus we, right there. We should, we should all go there at some point. Yeah. The that sounds hive. good to me. I can walk there. Damn. Yeah. You can, that's awesome. You can walk. There. Where? Wait a minute. How can you walk there? I'm like trying to think of your neighborhood. Well, you, if you make a right out of my neighborhood, it's about three quarters of a mile. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at the intersection of that uh, of uh, what is it? 104. 104 and 103. Yeah. yeah, I know what that is. Very close. That's nice. They don't have the beer there. selection of Yard House, but it's pretty good. Pretty good. We'll I can walk our, to the Royal Farms if you, you know. We'll have our next uh, listener gathering. There. there you go. Next, we got we got to do a listener gathering. Yeah. 
All right. So what movie are we doing today? We, we are, well, something we, we pushed off a bit. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, during this time of year, we like to review old older Christmas movies. <clears throat> um, before, anything about the Christmas Chronicle? Did you watch Christmas Chronicle on Netflix? No. No. Okay. Thanks for the input. What about you, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing else. I mean, I liked it. It was well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even told other, I, I tell other people about it. You know, I'm like, this, yeah. this is go a out there and say, hey, decent movie. random guy in mall, you got to watch Christmas Chronicle. You know, I don't have anything else. It's my icebreaker. I go, hey, my, right. name, my name is Tom. Christmas Chronicles is a great movie. And they always go, uh, see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go make some chalk drawings. Yeah. <laughs> chalk cartoons. <clears throat> anyway, so this week we are doing. Um, shit, let me pull up my notes here. Yeah. Notes. Family Stone. Yeah, the Family Stone. Family Stones. And apparently another movie. Well, that's, that's next, next week. week. That's next week. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't. We don't. You know. That's next week. Ooh, a little teaser for the yeah. audience. We're doing a big. We're doing a big. We're gonna leave at the end. Of, we're gonna tell you about the end of this episode. We're doing next week. Oh boy, it's a legendary Christmas movie. Something that Paul, who was still on Everest, claimed uh, he would never do, <clears throat> along with Avatar. Okay. <laughs> so. Where is Paul? Paul's on Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. For really? Yeah, he's doing a, a pilgrimage to Mount Everest. Mount Everest. So it's that news story that a bunch of people went and there actually people died. Yeah. Because there were so many people, they weren't moving. And if you don't move that high up, you start to freeze. You seriously have to move. If you don't, yeah. if you stop moving. <clears throat> so we're not bullsh- we're not bullshitting. Paul is. At Mount Everest yes. right now. He's at right Mount Everest now. right now, yes. Yes. Okay. Good for him. Well, what happens with him is he has a bunch of uh, vacation that he saves up throughout. The- he's been working for this company for like 20 years, so he's like, you know, mega vacation guy. And he doesn't take vacations throughout the year. So by the end of the year, he's got all this vacation time saved up. And all his kids are of age now. So he's like, you know what? This is something I've always wanted to do. So he did. Whatever. Okay. I don't think he makes it, personally. I don't think he makes it past base camp. <laughs> I can see him struggling getting up to base camp. It's like, that's nah, just too far. <laughs> <laughs> How many kids does Paul have? Uh, 14. <laughs> 14. I don't, I don't know. He's got like 12 or something. A lot of kids. Okay. There you are. He's like freaking a gutter dugger. Well, good for him, though. Good for him. No, you know, he's 50 years old. He's pushing himself. He's not 50. Yeah, he's fucking 50, dude. He's not that much older than us. Yeah, okay, 49. All right. Well, 50 is not that much older than you guys. <laughs> Wait a minute. We mean you guys. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Bitch, we're all within a year. Wait a minute. No, Tom's in August of uh, 77. I'm November 77. You're September of 78. So we're, with all, we're all within 13 months of each other. We're all Gen X. Uh-huh. We're a really good freshman. See? That's why I bought them. Sourdough specials. That's right. I said pretzels. It's the name. So, uh, yeah, this week we're doing the, the Family Stone, a, a 2005 uh, comedy drama film. 2005? 2005, man. Really? I could, I could have sworn that was like mid-90s, Mm-mm. but I, I guess not for some of the stars who, Cross was who, who weren't really, you know. Uh, well. Huh. All right. Well, you got you know, a list of list of stars. List. List of stars. We have Diane Keaton, uh, better known from for any menopausal woman movie out there. She is a staple. And Godfather. Godfather. Craig T. Nelson, coach. And he was also in another movie. I forget what the movie was. <clears throat> the proposal. Really. Starring Sandra Bullock, Ryan Reynolds, and Craig T. Nelson. Mm. How's that cranberry smash? It is delightful. Dermot McRoney. McRo- Mulroney. <laughs> Dermot Mulroney. <clears throat> he's of, uh, what's he, what was he in? He was in, um. Ooh, he's been in a lot of B movies. He was like the, he was like, um, he's like the poor man's Clive Owen. You know? Yeah, I'll say, I could say that. He kind of looks like Clive Owen. Looks like the other guy. What's the other guy who was in um, uh, the original uh, American Horror Story? He's like 52, looks like he's 40. I can't remember his name. 
I don't know. Dermot Mulroney strikes me as a... He was in Young Guns, which is in our suppository. Gerard Butler without facial hair. Yeah. But he was also in Young Guns in our suppository. Okay. I don't think we've done Young, Young Guns too. But Young Guns in our suppository. I think we did that earlier this year. <coughs> or was it last year? I can't even freaking remember. I think it was last year. It was last year. I can't remember. Uh, Sarah Kajeska Horseface is in this movie as well. SJP. <laughs> <laughs> Who apparently had sex with JFK Jr. at one time in her life. In real life or on Sex in the City? No, in real life. Apparently okay. they had sex with each other. Oh. <laughs> sex in the, sex in the back of an airplane. I well, don't I'm, know. I'm just going to put this out there. I can't stand well, SJP. Well, well, I couldn't stand her either. She's one of those girls that has a rocking body, liberal tude, and a butterface. Yep. Put the hefty bag over that. You're good to go. Is she the better or lesser half? To Matthew Broderick. I can't understand Matthew Broderick either. That little, okay. simp, little simp. Broderick's a simp, too. It was downhill after War Games. War Games. He was good in glory. I'll give him that. He was good in glory. Yeah. Um, but other than that, he just comes across as a, you know, he comes across as a less max masculine Owen Wilson. Mm. Wait. <laughs> Which Wilson brother is in? Is it Luke? Luke Wilson. Okay, in this. The Owen guy is, without the nose. Right. Owen is the nose. Okay. Owen has okay. the. Everybody knows Owen's nose because Owen's nose has its own zip code. It literally has a feature on Mars named after him. I don't know if I'm more annoyed by his nose or his hair, or his voice. He has the hair of an '80s hairband singer, just a little shorter. Listen, if you had a nose like that. Wouldn't you try to have a hairstyle that distracts you from that piece of art that's protruding from his face? Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised Geppetto is not coming out of the woodwork with him. But it's probably one of those things where he could have gotten his nose fixed eons ago. He has the money for it. But it's his trademark, like Steve, a, Steve yeah. Buscemi's teeth. Yep, it's his trademark. They're like He probably went in there, I want to get my nose done. I'm like, well, first off, that damn thing is like... Uh, 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 a carcinogenic melanoma. We can't do it, or else you, you know you might have a risk of dying because of blood flow. Right. But second off, you're going to lose a lot of money because you know you're going to do your hair, <laughs> and then people realize how butt ugly you are. The nose is kind of like like a like a safety blanket. <sighs> Plus the amount of cocaine he can probably inhale in that damn Hoover makes it a good weekend for him. <laughs> Just Sarah Jessica Harker, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Ed, right there. We just had uh, Luke, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. Luke. Uh, he he's been in a few movies, but he's Owen Wilson's brother. I can't remember any significant movie he was in. Well, old school. Old school. Okay, old school. Old school. So we have him, and then we have, of course, a couple of your guys' favorites. We have Claire Danes of um, what was that movie that, that show she was in back in like my so-called life. I was thinking about that on the way here. Was that it? My so-called She life. was the love interest of Jared Leto. Jared Leto of the band. Uh, I don't know his band name. I know he played Steve Prefontaine. That was a decent movie. <clears throat> he is Steve Pre- Prefontaine. He is also the Joker. He was an Alexander. He was an Alexander. And he's uh, also... He was the Joker. He was the Joker. Jared Leto was That's the Joker. Right. And he was also the... Um, his band is... Uh, shit. I forget his band. But he's got a. He's actually got a very popular band. Yeah, I. I was gonna say I've never heard their music, but I've heard they're actually decent. They're good. Like yeah, the war and all that shit. Let me see. What the? What is it? Uh, My so-called life. Now that's what early mid nineties. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. it's mid nineties, right? Claire Danes was Nev Campbell in that. I'm making so. that up. Thirty seconds of Mars. Okay. Thirty seconds go. of Mars. There you go. I never would have guessed that. Well, it's not 40 seconds of Jupiter, but it's, it's, it's a good band. It's a good band. I actually enjoy some of their music. It's not emo, but it's, you know, minor rock will be emo. Then, of course, we have uh, but anyway, Claire Danes pretty much fell off the face of the earth after My So-Called Life. Yeah, she was yeah, in was that only, uh, Romeo and Juliet. That's right, with um, um, Neil Patrick with, Harris, right? No, with Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> Same thing. Same. <laughs> Whatever. Same persuasion. <laughs> But I, I'm just going to say, I mean, All right, go ahead and say Claire it. Dane's reemergence in this movie, uh, I don't know how to describe her role. She, she wasn't the lead actress or anything, but she, she damn near stole the movie. 
You think so? In my opinion. In your opinion, well, we'll, we'll, we'll she she came in hot. She she well, good looking. That's what matters to guys, right? Then we have another one of your favorites, Rachel McAdams of the Notebook. Oh. Of the Notebook, she's yes. she's that prototypical <clears throat> next girl, next door, in my opinion. Except in this movie. Except in this movie. She's, yeah. she's all right. In, in this movie, she walks around with Cheetos stuck in her hair and wearing uh, frumpy sweatshirts. All, all it is pretty frumpy. Yeah. Well, this is the, of course, the Family Stone is a, is a pretty stereotypical movie for every liberal archetype you could think of. <laughs> come on, come on now. Even back for 2005, every they got every base covered with this. And of course, we have Tyrone J- J- Dornan. I don't know who the hell that guy is. Who? Ty- Tyrone Jordan. Hi. Is that McAdams' love interest? Yeah, Tyrone G- Giordano. Oh, Giordano. that's the that's the EMT guy. Yeah, I think. Oh, okay, okay. So, but yeah. Uh, it was released on December 16th of 2005 and was a commercial success somehow with a gross of almost $100 million. That surprises me. It uh, doesn't surprise me. Uh. Sarah Jessica Horseface was nominated for a, Global Glo- uh, a Golden Globe, uh, while Keaton Nelson and McGowns garnered a Satellite Award. Now, I've never heard of the Satellite Awards. <clears throat> I guess they all get awards. They're out there. They all get awards. Far away. Right? So it opened against it. So it finished in uh, third place on its opening weekend, though. Bronze. Bronze. You know what came in first? Take a guess. What was the movie that came in? 2000 first? what? Five. December 2005. December 2005. What came in uh, first that weekend? Harry Potter or something. Uh, close. <laughs> no, I say. Lord of the Rings. In the same realm. 2005 was a year after. Wait a minute. No, two, three, four. It was a year after uh, 2004's last Lord of the Rings. But that's a good. That's a good guess. Because that would have Harry been Potter been, went out till like what ten? They just ended. Um, they just ended it. I'm, there's like what else was Harry out Potters. back then? One of the Star Wars movies. Uh no, that no. would have been early nineties. Ninety nine was the fir- was the first prequel. Two thousand. No, you're close though. That was okay. summer. Star Wars was summer. I think it was no five. <laughs> I think one of them was released. I think the new. So, King Kong, Peter Jackson's oh. King Kong. You mentioned Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson was also the director of King Kong and Lord of the Rings. That's where that domino fits. There, there you go. Number two. What do you think number two was? I'll give you a hint. One of my favorite books. Tom, you should know this. I gave you hints. I mentioned a certain author. Narnia. There you go. Bingo. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe came in second place. Second place. When the greatest Family Stone was third? Third, yes. But okay. let's go back to Narnia for a second. Every yes. kid should read this book. Okay. Every kid should read this Every book. Every kid. Actually, I don't have a copy, so I'm going to have to, you know, when Kalen starts reading books other than Dr. Seuss. And kids' books, as first graders typically do, I will get her this this book. A couple years from now, every could be written. Couple years. Narnia. Never read it. Hmm. Whatever. I don't think I've ever read it either. <laughs> then followed by the Family Stone. Family Stone. Third place opening weekend. Syriana came in a fourth place. I remember that. Yep. Clooney. Yeah, I okay. think so. Uh, Harry Potter and a Goblet of Fire, number five. Five, wow. Was it, well, this is not that it's opening weekend. Yeah, it's though. not that it's opening weekend. This is when the family is going to open. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I want to mention um, number uh, number six, one of my favorite movies, Walk the Line. Joaquin the, Phoenix, fantastic. Oh, oh, I, when you said walk, I was thinking Walking Tall, The Rock. Walking Tall, no, this is Walk no, the Line. No, Walk the Line, that's good. This is about my man right there, Johnny Cash. Um... Skip over seven over yours, mine, love. And, of course, eight of the uh, biography written by Scott Schaefer's Life with Craig. Uh, Brokeback Mountain came Okay. Brokeback All Mountain. right. All those years um, ago. Of course, the prequel to Brokeback Mountain between Scott and Craig was Just Friends came in number nine. Just <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and what's the other? What's the actress's name? I don't know, but they were just friends. Amy something. Mike is messed up. You... You want me to switch out my mic? Yeah, and switch out. All right, it's well, okay. We'll we'll cover it for you, hey, buddy. Mute uh, line three. No, we'll mute, we're gonna mute line three. Tom's mic is uh, messed up there. That's okay. Hold on, can we go back? We'll Wait a minute. Where are we going back? 
let's go back to Walk the Line. Okay, so we can talk about Walk Great the Line. Great film. Yes. Uh, one of the things that impressed me most was that Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon, to my knowledge, did their own singing in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't sound bad at all. Nope. Good for them. There's actually, <clears throat> I think they won a um, award for that or something like that. I actually have the um, their version. <clears throat> actually, have their version of um, shit. Which version I have? That where they both sing. Right. Um, which song is that I have? <clears throat> I can't remember because I have a mix of Cash and then a couple of them singing because I thought they did a yeah. freaking great job. But this Cash, I love Johnny Cash. I know. <laughs> Jimmy's enjoying these pretzels, Tom. I am. Pretzels are there to be enjoyed. Good call. Hey, do you still? Where's your? Uh, what are you looking for? Your uh, picture, of Gene Autry. He's over there right now. I got used him. to be. He's right there. Oh, okay. I want to get him framed. So yeah, I can yeah, yeah. Put him right there because right now the wreath is right there. That's where this goes. Why well, would put him right under cash? I like. You know what? That's actually good because it's skinny enough. That's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. I love Gene Autry, too. He's, uh, he features prominently on the uh, Sirius XM holiday traditions, along with hmm. Frank being all the, all the guys and girls. You have now, Doris, canceled. you have Ella, you have uh, Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Holiday classics for your listening pleasure. There you go. That's, That's right. Great, great radio voice there. We go along with the radio face. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie a 53%. Interest uh, the critics or yeah. is that the critics or the user score? Critics. All right, what's the user score? Uh, wait, wait, let me guess. Eighty-nine. Oh no, I don't have it written down. I just have. What are you talking about? Well, look it up. Hold on. My guess is eighty-nine. I haven't looked it up. Rotten Tomatoes. The Family Stone. This is probably a big movie now. People, I can imagine everybody on that side of the fence. Sixty-three percent. Wow, that's low. That is low. I thought it'd be much higher for a film of this quality. Oh my god! That's well, for ass movie for a film that stars as many people as it does, and for an ensemble cast. We didn't. We didn't go all the way through the cast. What? What's the uh, the deaf son? I don't know that actor's name. Well, that, thanks. Thanks for that. Um, his partner. Family Stone cast. All right. I just had the most prominent members. But that was... Yeah. Diane Keen, Richard McAdams, Dermot McRooney. Uh, um, <laughs> McRooney. <laughs> Craig T. Nelson, Tyrone Giardo, Elizabeth Reeser, Brian J. White, Paul Schneider. Paul, Paul Schneider. Michael London, Savannah... I don't know any of these people. See, there you go. You just derailed the whole thing. Now no one is interested in this. I don't know anybody. The rest, like... <laughs> Randall Montgomery was a voice actor. <clears throat> this picture looks like he was taken in his like his double wide. He's got his like Hanes t shirt on. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, thank, thanks thanks, Craig. You're welcome. Thanks, Craig. Off Brian White, I, I know I know that <laughs> actor. Uh he he features in a lot of the Tyler Perry movies, I think. Oh. Good for you. Yeah. This okay, so um Sites Crook with consensus on Rotten Tomato Read. This family holiday. <clears throat> Dramedy, I guess drama and a comedy are together. Or it might be a camel. <laughs> Features fine performances, but awkward shifts of tone. Uh, Would you agree with that? I, I mean, yeah. It, I don't well, know about it, that. It definitely jumps between comedy and discussing the mother's health. And it's it's not always a smooth transition. So. Oh, eh, yeah. I wouldn't say it. Well, if I were to mention one thing about the movie that wasn't good, I wouldn't mention that. Yeah, I mean that seems like they're nitpicking. Well, the the biggest negative in this movie is Sarah Jessica Parker. No, and and her, and her <coughs> having not, to look at her. Is well, I not terrible not, negative. I wouldn't say not for the. I'll get into this later, but not for the reason that you probably think. Okay. That she's bad. Well, in this movie, she's anal retentive and... Right. Her character is her, annoying, and yeah. she plays her very well. Right. So I think... It leads you to believe that's 
her character in real life. No, 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 no. Let's talk about the different characters. Why don't you guys start talking about the different characters? So, all right. Well, since we're already on her. Sarah Jessica Parker. She's made. Right. Now, who is she? How, who is she in this movie? Uh, she is the girlfriend of, of the. So this family is, is rich. Yes. This family is very well. Uh, I'm sorry. Her family is very well off. Yes. And she, as you discover, has different political opinions than the other <laughs> other family and so wait, she's, let's set it, she's kind of so she is the girlfriend she's a, she's a girlfriend she thinks no one likes her she's the conservative she's uptight quote unquote conservative well con- they never say that they never say that but they never say that but they, they, so it's it's kind of it's the stereotype right yeah. so she's not likable yeah uh, and, and again oh. Sarah Jessica Parker plays her very well because you don't like her <laughs> In general, no one likes her. Nobody likes Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, the, she plays this character well, so it's sort of like you transfer that that Hatred. dislike of the character to her. Right. Although in many people's cases, it's it's you know, but I'm sorry. She plays it very well. The um, she's rich. She uh, doesn't fit in very well, and she's awkward. So she's not doing herself any you know favors. By being so awkward or, you know, asking difficult questions, which is, it, it's important because at the, it all comes to a head at the dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she the a- dinner. And she asks what, she, she keeps saying that, you know, why would you want a son who is gay and deaf because uh, it's not, it's not hard, it's, it's, it's hard being deaf and, or gay or something. Anyway, she kept, she kept going on and on and on and on about it. And I'm thinking, so the, so the whole movie, they've shoved this, they haven't identified her, but it, she fits the stereotype of an awkward conservative. Now she is basically being an asshole. Awkward and rude. Awkward, rude <clears throat> asshole to the entire family and won't stop because she doesn't know how to stop. Huh. You know, that's, <laughs> I told Jim earlier, this movie is a, is a, is a is progressive claptrap wrapped in a traditional cloak, right? The credits, the credits make me feel like, oh, this is warm and fuzzy. I love the credits. It's very old-fashioned. Then you get to the house. Who wouldn't want to live in that house? Right, no, That's I mean, it's... a great traditional house. It's snow, and, you know, it's an old house. It's snowing. You got the family. Before you realize what else is going on, you got the family. This is where you want to be, right? The wraparound porch. Exactly. Is but, this the parents' primary home, or is this a family vacation home? I thought it was the family home. But well, considering it's a bunch of liberals, it's probably their vacation. But it could be their vacation. Do as I do, as I say, not as I do. Right. So anyway, so this is, they're all getting together, and you start to figure out, okay, the, the little progressive elements, the, the gay couple, the NPR bag, you know, little little like airplanes, paper airplanes <laughs> at your head, right? Like you're in class, you're like, stop it. You know, that sort of thing, right? Then Sarah Jessica Parker comes in, you know she's different because she's telling you she's different, but you haven't figured out why. You're waiting for someone to tell you. But over the course of the movie, you sort of get it, right? Because of stereotypes that have been established outside of the movie, right? Yeah. That that <clears throat> have been, I mean, established by the media, not by anyone who actually knows anything. So most people going in, the masses, the normies going in are going to have these stereotypes. They're going to look at her and then suddenly, not suddenly, but it, it, it comes to this dinner. She asks a, b- a bunch of awkward questions. Yes. She keeps pushing it. She's rude. She's being a jerk. Then she has to get yelled at because she doesn't know when to stop. She has no manners. Yeah. So the mind is putting two and two together. The mind always does that when you get information about anything. And so most people subconsciously probably put together... She's rude and homophobic and rich and awkward, you know, and, and you, but then the rest of the family, well, they're open-minded. They, they got a gay couple and one's black. Holy, they're awesome. Well, what's the opposite of that? Homophobic Republicans. <laughs> what, what, what the thing is, what I like about this movie is like. It's a setup. No one would <laughs> react like she does at that freaking family dinner no 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 like quote unquote right wing person they would be like us like oh shit do i have to well if again i'm not sarah jessica horseface i'm a guy so if i'm a guy i'm a conservative and my girlfriend's time was super liberal with super liberal family with diane keaton and, and simp nelson there 
I'll be like Craig Simp Nelson. If, is this what I have to do to get some tail? I'm thinking to myself, how long is this going to last? This relationship like nine months until I get sick of her. Just keep my mouth shut and not along with these idiots. But no, that's too realistic. They take it to a different level with her. She's well, it's, just, it's, it's, as you're saying, she's on just purpose. Bumbling. Yeah, it's on purpose. Like, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Nobody would go to a family dinner like that no. and press a sensitive issue and just, as you said, Tom, keep going and going. And you would probably sit there quietly. You would express appreciation for being included. Right. She did, you know, we find out later that she was very kind and brought uh, gifts for everyone uh, that they appreciated. And that's where mm-hmm. she has a chance to, uh, you know, maybe. In contrast to what you just explained about how her character is framed, it lets the family know that she's actually a good person. Right, right. And I, I mean, the, the rest of the movie is 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 fine. I think honestly, the best relationship in the whole movie is between McAdams and the EMT guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I mean, and 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 well, actually, and who who brokered that? It was annoying, awkward. Rich woman, you know. out at the bar. Well, at the bar, they yeah. were down, and, they, and, they, and she said, "You should go by and visit her." And he does, right. right? And that rekindles it. And I think, and they have the, I think they have the best relationship. It seems like to me because, in the like, if you were to like look at that, like the end scene, right? Look at that, and they're all together the next year, except for Diane Keaton because she died of feminism. The <laughs> You know, who's going to last? An overwhelming glut of feminism. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, brothers and sisters dating one another. I mean, because it's the brother and they're both dating each other's sisters. Right? That scene when she was on the floor. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, that's not going to last. Yeah. And who's going to be out first? It's going to be Meredith. (laughs) Right. It's not going to be Claire Danes. No, God, no. (laughs) What is Luke Wilson's character? His name is Ben. Ben, is it? And he, it's Ben. He wears the tweed sport coat with sweatpants. And <laughs> he's like always looks like he's just. He's a like, college professor. Houndstooth? Is this Houndstooth? Oh. He always he always acts like he just got done like smoking some weed somewhere. Like like it was or, brownies with his father or whatever. You know, like every scene he's like, "Did you just get back?" Did yeah. Like every every line, everything he does, like he just like, "Oh, I'm here, mines." <sighs> <laughs> And, and you know, she might have been, he might have been good for her, like, as a rebound, you know, like to say, hey, stop being so awkward. But I don't think that's going to work out long term. Now, everyone listening to this is going, that's not the movie, dumbass. It's not the movie. But you take the movie and the relationships and it's naturally, it's, it's going to be. He needs to have some more of that. Oh, uh, I'm getting there. Uh, uh, you know, you naturally take that when you think about what, because you all, all, everyone thinks about, hey. Is this going to have a sequel? Nowadays, anyway, last 20 years. So. Family bone. But the rest of the movie is, is fine. You have this tent, you have these moments of comedy and tension, right? Or what's going to, like, especially at the end where she mistakenly has that gift and she thinks it's her fiance, right? But it's actually Rachel McAdams' annoying character. And then she then says that they the, the the you know she slept with Ben but Ben says no we didn't do that and she said no one likes me she goes to the kitchen spills everything on herself and then they start fighting the the brothers start fighting the table falls on them so that's like an, an an extended period of tension right at the end right you know which you you don't know when, you're like when is this going to end right i mean those of us who watched it before know when it's going to end but you're like you know even watching it again you're like this is an extended period of tension and I thought it was well done in those areas. I mean, I might not agree with some of the subject matter, but I think, I think it was well done in those areas. I don't look at me. I hate this movie. <laughs> I, I, well, let me ask a question. So I'm sitting why do you here. Why have to preface that? You don't have to announce what you're doing. This isn't a runway where you're about to depart the airport. <clears throat> you just go ahead and say, "I've," you know. Well, just make sure you read that you're done your question at the end. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, when I finish with this, Tom's I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my balls What's in that? Jimmy's drink. What's that? What's that? What are, you, what are you drinking again, there, Tom? Basil Hayden. Basil Hayden. Basil Hayden. Basil Hayden. He's poured himself a nice, artfully thumb, aged, a nice thumb of uh, Kentucky Basil. Straper. It was aged in a in a place where a bunch of people were painting pictures. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, okay, you had so a question you were going to ask? I'm sitting here listening to Tom, and, yes. he, and you know, you guys analyze movies on this podcast. What we do. I, when I watch movies, you know, I don't have a podcast, and it's it's, it's not, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. analyze them after okay. after viewing them. So when I watch a movie, I, I'm generally watching it purely for enjoyment's sake. Yeah, I, for I, fun. Yeah, I enjoy comedies and action adventure and all that good stuff. Lots of drama. Gratuitous there. nudity, always a good yeah, thing. Long walks on the beach, you know. Craig is available. <laughs> so, so it, it occurs to me that I wonder when you guys watch movies, generally speaking, are you able to just sit back and enjoy them or are you always analyzing aspects of the film? I think that's what makes us real in this podcast. Is we, we're not, we're not uh, Siskel and Ebert because we're not dead. But we're also not looking at like Siskel and Ebert eyes. You're Smith and Braswell. Well, yeah, and then Drogas when he's back from Mount Everest. <laughs> Mount Everest, yeah. No, we don't I mean I don't I don't look at it with any critical eye. I, I think I just I'm more like heightened to what's going on, but I don't like I I, I to me because you know these these freaking reviewers that you have, I think that's all they do for a living. That's their living, you know? They're overly critical. They're not part of the common folk like us, like us plebeians, you know? <laughs> We're the proletarians. We give them that point of view. You know? And then we have a little bent to our show, I, I guess you could say, you know, when we're viewing movies like this, especially me, I can try to divorce myself from the way I feel about certain issues. But with this, you know, this is just typical Hollywood fucking dribble. We got announced before we go on. Uh, congratulations to Brian Griffiths. On yes. His, oh, yeah. His son today. Former sponsor of this former, program. F- former sponsor of this program. He wants to come on and do the show again. I told him he's got to pay his bills. <laughs> um, before he comes back on the show, but he wants to come on and do a few, uh, few things. Special guest episodes. Since we're doing the rotation right now, until yeah. Paul gets back, and I think we're going to continue with the rotation regardless when he gets back. That's right. I think it's important. Anyway, you were saying. Put on the shoe. Well, for me, well for me, I can I can just watch a movie. But if I'm watching a movie to be critical, then I can. Like if I'm looking at. If I'm trying to pick out things that I think are, are not, you know, not right or don't don't seem right or trying to push an agenda or something, right? I can do that. Well, there's certainly parts of every movie, I would assume, are there for entertainment value. And then there, especially with ones like this, there are some elements that are built into it to, you know, fall in line with the intended message or, or theme. The scary thing is, if I just sit back and watch this movie... I really like it. But if I sit it sit back and I look at it for what it is and I look at the and I'm I'm thinking then I can pick out the parts and that's what so and that's what Hollywood knows. And they know that most normies just go and watch a watch a movie right. but they get this this message and they don't realize they're getting like it. Like Loki. Like Loki. Mm-hmm. And but when you look at it and you're actually you turn your brain on a little bit you can pick them out, but most people, when they watch entertainment, they're not their brain is off, right? Because that's why they that's why they're watching it because their brain. Oh is off. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. One of my favorite things to watch on Netflix are stand up comedy specials, and I don't care what you know the, the subject matter is of the jokes. I'm just I'm watching it to laugh and be entertained. Right, right. And and it's hard to do now. I think it's hard to do. It's very difficult. I'm now. very, I'm, I'm I'm on most of the time when it comes to analyzing things like i said i can i can i can sit back and enjoy in fact most of the movies that you know jim and paul analyze i'm like i was entertained i liked it and paul's like what (laughs) this is that and then the other thing and i'm like i don't care (laughs) but i I think the most thing though to wrap up this i think the most that I, i can identify a political message sure right i don't care if something something oh look this person said this here and this doesn't match up because of the filming. I okay, fine. But if it's a political message, I think I can pick it up pretty well. But I can also turn it off if I really want to be entertained. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Good. Any Christmas vibes in this movie at all? Would you watch this again? Well, for being honest, I've watched it four or five times already in my life. That's probably enough. Yeah. 2005, I was 27, you mm-hmm. guys were 28. Yeah. I wonder as we age and our frame of reference changes a bit. In the time since this movie came out, 
Jim lost his mom. I lost both of my parents. Mm -hmm. Does that play any factor in your opinions of a movie? No. Okay. I I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe in other movies. Yeah. Certainly not this movie. Not this movie. I can see how it can play in other movies, but not this movie. Sure. Okay. So I'll say, I'll say sort of. I was wrong in saying no. I'll say sort of. Mine's the opposite, sort of. Uh, mine is uh, the movies that I saw, because I have, so a lot of the movies Turn it that have um, come out in the last 20 years, I, I well, last 50, well, since Arundel Mills was open, I've seen at Arundel Mills. Okay. But Arundel Mills is, has declined a bit. Yeah, a bit. And so now whenever I think of... You mean the mall or the theater? Both. Okay. So the whenever I think of... Uh, Star Wars, the the, the, pre- the prequels, or uh, Harry Potter, or The Lord of the Rings, or any of these movies that we saw there, I think of Ronald Mills. And now, when I think of Ronald Mills, I'm like, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of sad, sad, it's sad and sour on Ronald Mills. A hole. It, it 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 actually affects no. me a little bit as far as uh, the the movie is concerned because I don't have I those fond memories of the theater because now it's sort of I. I I wouldn't go to Ronald Mills at night. What's the first movie you ever saw in a theater? Jesus Christ. Jeez. Uh, oh, one of the first ones was probably either Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, but there's got to have been one before that. The earliest one I remember was Robin Hood Disney. The Fox. Right, okay. I saw Jaws 3. <laughs> my, my godparents took me. It was in 3D, so you're wearing the glasses. And at the very end of the movie, when they blow up the shark, and the shark's head and guts and everything, you know, come out of the screen, it it was amazing. What the fuck? Superman two. What the fuck? Jaws three, baby. That is that's probably the worst movie ever what? to see. Yeah. To see the that's your first movie. Is that what first, happened? First movie in a is theater. Is that what happened? Jaws three. Holy shit. See now we now we start to dip now into we're, uh, we're short, book. Short, follow shortly by Robin Hood Prince of Thieves peeling back the layers. That, oh, I, I mean, saw that Prince I saw of that Thieves. We're like in our freaking like, that was eighty. That might have been that might not have been the on. second movie I saw. But, wow, layers of the onion being pulled back. Yeah, and, and it's actually a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? Charles three. Wow, Charles three. By the way, by the way, I have a tangential story, okay, and I go right ahead. so this, this we're, we're we're circling back to Family Stone. Okay, let's circle back. So Family Stone, Diane Keaton's character. <laughs> circle back to. She has breast cancer, right? She's she's had a double mastectomy. Yeah. Her cancer. Diane Keaton's character. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, so she's she's battling breast cancer. She ends up losing her battle. Very sad. Um, I'm on the internet the other day, the interwebs. And I don't know whether it was Twitter or, or what I was looking at, but there's a person on there commenting on... Pornhub. No. Uh, there's a person saying, you know, hey... He never reads those comments. <laughs> I, just re- I just read the articles. <laughs> right. So there's a person commenting on how this is a hard time of year. Five years ago, they lost their parents in a, in a car accident or something. Um, probably doesn't have any kids. Two years ago, they lost their sister to lung cancer, and then last year lost their spouse to COVID. Oh, so this person's had a tremendous amount of tragedy over the past handful of years. Yeah. The first comment in the comment section says, shut up, bitch. <laughs> I think that sums up the internet. That sums up the internet. I mean, I read that, and, and it's like, what the that fuck? That guy's it's probably coming from a paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you don't know what hard is. And of course, that bit. You know, internet, you don't trust anything on the internet, first off. Anybody's like, I did this. Yeah, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. Anyway, what do you uh, give this movie? We do a rating scale from 1 to 10. What do you give this movie? 10 is the highest. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'm going to say... After hearing your analysis, my own opinions, my own feelings, I'm going to give it a six. Mm. That's lower than I uh, predicted. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Greatest redeeming quality, Claire Danes. So So you're giving a six for the TNA? Correct. Okay, very good. Tom, what do you give this movie? Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I give it a six as well. I think that besides the political bent, it was it was well done. 
the ensemble cast was good too. Blow class. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I can't give it that bad because I didn't. I disagreed with the wolf in sheep's clothing aspect of this movie, but it was entertaining. I was entertained. So six. I want to give it a flat one. <laughs> Just a flat. I don't want to ever now, watch this now movie. Now that I predicted that, yeah. I never want to watch this movie again. <laughs> I can't stand the cast. It's insufferable. I didn't enjoy watching it. I didn't enjoy watching the first time that Mika picked it out at the Blockbuster video. Wow. And, as we were, and as we were watching it 15 years ago, I said, Mika, and she already knew what I was going to say because she agreed with me. He's like, we're never, I'm, I'm not going to be able to pick a movie out Blockbuster when they're around for we, like the next month. We need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> So, yeah, a flat one, bad memories. With that being said, next week we're going to come back. We're back. We are going to be reviewing one of the quintessential Christmas movies as we get closer to Christmas. Yeah. The movie that they play for 24 hours on TBS TNT, I believe, right? On Christmas Eve. Yes, Christmas Eve. I am talking about the 19... 19- 83 movie. Classic. 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 We are, we are creeping up on the 40th year. Oh 40 wow. years. 40 effing years. Greg is so old. 40 years of this movie. And I'm talking about, of course, A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. Something that our colleague who is on Mount Everest said he will never review ever. Oh, yeah, not a fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, Krampus is his nickname for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Krampus. All right, so next week we'll be back with a Christmas story. Until then, have a great week.